Well, sitting next to me is a man that I've known for quite a while. He's a lovely fellow. His name is Robert. Hello, Robert. Hello, David. <laughs> uh, we're so delighted that Robert arrived in Melbourne only, what, one, two, three, three days ago. Yep. And arrived at Melbourne Airport. Now, Robert has been a refugee um, waiting for resettlement in Nairobi for how many years? Six and 20 days. Six years and 20 days. Yep. You weren't counting, were you? Yeah, yes, of course. Absolutely. So, and uh, Robert is uh, a very kind, a very thoughtful man. He's been caring for people in the time that he's in Nairobi, people who have been suffering as refugees. Robert, I just wanted to ask you a few questions today. And, uh, you know, you've only been here a couple of days. Firstly, what's Melbourne like? What little you've seen of it? Handsome. Handsome. Okay. Not beautiful, but not, handsome. Not beautiful, but handsome. Okay. So, um, and I'll get you to talk up a little bit as well. So. Because the, just to pick up the volume. Okay. Thank you. So, Robert, tell me, what, what, what happened in your life that made you a refugee? And I know you're, you, I know you're a, a gay man, and uh, in Uganda at the moment, they've just brought in a law to kill, to sentence to death homosexuals, which is absolutely wicked and disgusting. And it's been motivated by the preachers of hate, I call them, I call them the hit men, and they're mainly men who preach um, against people in this way, and it's one of the worst forms of racism. So what happened to you? And you, you were born in Uganda? Yeah, I was born in Uganda 37 years back. That is in 1965 uh, in, a, in a small village uh, 1985, perhaps, was it? 1985. Yes, yes. 2nd October. Uh, in the small town, in the, in the central region of Uganda, that is Masaka. Uh, okay, I grown up in a family as any other kid or like other children grow, grow up. Uh, not so happy, but not so bad. Though my mom died when I was uh, at the age of eight years only, and I was raised by a single dad. A single dad? Yeah, single okay. dad, uh, up to the age of 17, and then the dad died, but before the, my dad passed on in 2005, uh, 2005, yeah. I was 20, but I left home when I was 17. Okay. Uh, because of a lot of circumstances that had started to happen, uh, started getting friends, a lot of friends, 
because the school that I used to go in the uh, high school was uh, a school for boys. Yeah. Yeah, single, single school for boys. So I catched up uh, with a lot of boys, friends from different cultures and families because the school was not was good. So okay. it was bringing in a lot of people from, it was like a multicultural school. Yes, yes. So I started having friends, but those friends, to cut this, the story short, because we, we don't have a lot of time to explain. Yeah, sure. Uh, some of those boys were gay. Weren't gay or were gay? Were. Were gay, yeah, okay. Yeah. But I came to know them. When I get close to them, we, we used to go in bars, uh, out. Okay, for them, they used to have money. Yes. They were wealth. Yes, wealthy. Yeah. So I used to them. Though by that time, for me, I was not interested in men. Okay. Uh, but because they had told me their stories, I get to to love them. Yes. To, to like the way they take their life. Yes. And I was connected to them. Yeah. So... I think, I don't know how the rumors came to, to link or what, that to, to my dad because he was a preacher in a church. Okay. Even me, I used to, to, to step on the pulpit. On the, Did you? Yeah. Okay. Wow. So I was coming from a religious family. So they used to tell him that you see your son goes out for bars, what, what. So it started quarreling a lot. So that brought me to go away of our home. But I had girlfriends. Yeah. Like an other boy who is growing up in the yeah. age of 17, 18 to 20. Then, but what brought me to be a real gay after, after seeing these guys? I got a, a girlfriend, and that girlfriend got pregnant. Okay. Their family, uh, their family was like uh, a wounded lion to me. Okay. The, a wounded lion to you. Yes. Okay. So they they harassed me. They did a lot of things. Uh, plus my dad. So I had no one uh, besides my 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 life. Yes, yes. You know what? Only these people, the so-called gay, yeah, they were there for me. They were your in, friends. Yeah, in yeah, that support in that whole total situation okay. of um, even bailing me out of the jail because they took me even to the prison because of uh, of pregnanting their girl. So I, I was so frustrated. 
so frustrated that if there is no one who care about the opposite sex, man and and woman. Yes. But the same sex cares. Why can't I follow the, the footsteps of these people? Because they are good. They were the kind people. They are kind. Wow. Regardless of what they are te- they are they are talking about them. Yes. Negativity in the community, everywhere in church. But for me, I was close to them, and I I tested their kindness. Okay. I came to know that these are people. Yes. These are people. Yes. Regardless of the total, mm, the total, uh, the total what? How can I call it? The hatred that's, that's the, against the hatred them. against yeah. them. Yeah. I I had tested another way, another life of them. Yes. Yes. So I decided to become part of them. Okay. Okay. So you sort of became part of them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. It was not easy to decide, though, because of the love, the care, uh, and the kindness yes. of these people, of my friends. Yes. Brought me to fall in love with them. Yes. Okay. I came. I became part of them. Yes. I started uh, going out with them, though I didn't enter straight into a uh, a love relationship at yeah. first. But I was so close to them, and they helped me so much until things come to to be worse because I remember they had given me some piece of land there at home but when they came to know that um, I'm staying with groups of of gay people, gay men because uh, it is not easy but sometimes link uh, the, the news or the it is it links up that yes. you see your son is is uh, associating ha- with associating other people or he's hanging yeah. with such and such a group of people. So they took that land, they demolished the small house they had given me. No. So you, who demolished it? The enemies? The family. The, the, the family, family did. Yeah, oh, the family. Yeah. So I decided to run, to to start hiding in different places because they were looking for me. How old would you have been then? I was, uh, I had grown, I was almost 23. 23, okay. Yeah, yes, 23. So I started running up and down. I, I ran, I, I even get got out uh, out of Uganda and I went to Sudan. Uh, I reached Sudan. I hid it like three years, but the life in South Sudan was not good. So I decided to come back home. I came back. I I hid, I, I was hiding because I was knowing uh, a re- rainbow community. I was uh, knowing them. Okay. 
so I I I would hide to someone's place in the in the eastern region. Then, because when you are you are something, you are you. Uh, when you you are the real person, yes, you can't hide for many years. No, you can't. No, you will get out and you will come back, booze, uh, eh, drunk. Yeah, you be high. Some they don't hide. They 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 don't. They can't keep low profile. Yeah, so you'll be known. Yes, because yes. this is you. Yes, you can't yes. hide. That's right. Uh, forever. Yeah. Then, until uh, like seven years back, uh, the incident happened uh, because I had I was doing construction. Though uh, I was up and down, up and down, but I was working. I was not idle because. Uh, being an LGBT person doesn't mean that you are not going to work. No. Because as you see, married people to, to, to men or women, they work. Yes, of course. <laughs> of course. But for them, they think that gay people, they are, they are useless, they can't even work. That's their perspective. But we are hard working. Of course you are. Huh? Of course. And we, 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 our community has more money than even yeah how how they think yeah? because you work we hard. support a lot of yeah. things in the world because we work yeah so i was working uh i had bought a small house in the eastern region that is ginger i was using it as a meeting point for the gay people okay they okay. used to meet in my house Though there was some uh, neighborhood, so I remember that day, the incident happened when we had a party. I think they were, they had already organized a mob justice for us for yeah. for some quite long time. Organized, they came at our place. Uh, the community came at our place. They started beating everyone with with uh, big big sticks. Beating everyone. We started running, running. Mm. Until I decided, because they said we, they are going to burn the house. So, because of what had happened uh, in the past years and everything, and I was hearing a lot of stories about the gay people. Remember, it was just three years before, after uh, the president Museveni signing the, the the act of against the the LGBT community. Yes, to be imprisoned for life. What? So I started thinking of getting out of Uganda forever and I could not go back. I couldn't go out and come back. So I, I thought everything that I was making, I was not, was not going to be peace at all because I was not going to change what I am. Yeah. 
And I was proud of it. Yes. And remember, I had a lot of friends who had uh, run away out yeah. of Uganda. Yeah. So I started linking up with them, how I can get out of Uganda. And I ended up in Nairobi, Kenya at the end of 2016. And then in early 2017, I registered with UNHCR Kenya as a refugee. That's my story that brought Thank up. you. Yeah. Thank you. And look, I know it's not easy to tell these stories. Of you, most people don't want to revisit their past, particularly when there's so much pain in it. Mm. There must be a lot of pain in all of that. Um, so I thank you for your courage. Yeah, uh, I have that courage. Why I have that courage? First of all, I'm proud of it. I don't fear to be called a gay man. And uh, I love, I love, I love the LGBT community at large. Uh, I don't see any crime. No. It's not a crime choosing what you want or what you need to be. Yeah. Everywhere I met, I meet them in the world. As you see, have you have seen me? I hug them with yes. a big hug. Yes. Eh? Um, I feel home. So that's why I don't fear to talk about it, regardless of the trauma, regardless of the challenges of the back years. But uh, the good thing, at least I can say, here, where I'm talking from, is a safe haven. Yes. So there is no way I can't cry back. Uh, I want to use those tears to be the sunshine of joy. Oh, fantastic. Yes. And you will be. I will. Now, one of your friends told me that you are a great fighter. And we might finish with this as a little laugh Laugh point. Mm. You're a great fighter. You're a man of courage. Yep. But you stand up for the rights of people. Correct? Yep. 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 Um, I have been fighting for that uh, ever since I got at least a, a humanitarian humanitarian protection of UNHCR. Yes. Uh, because I couldn't do that back in Uganda, though in Uganda they are activists, but I had no, I was not having that courage enough. I wasn't courage enough to do that back home in Uganda. But uh, we have been fighting for the rights of an LGBT person during my time of uh, being a refugee in Kenya. We have written uh, a lot of documents, a lot of emails, a lot of complaints about life and challenges of the LGBT people in Kenya, and not only in Kenya, but the whole world. Yeah. And we have done that. It even brought us to, to our 18 friends to be jailed in uh, Lord Maximum Prison mm -hmm. in, in Kakuma. Yeah. 
they were taken by Kenyan police, but I survived. I had entered in one of the offices. I was called by an official of UNHCR. By coming out of that office, I found these friends were taken up by the police. Wow. That's how I escaped jail. I can't say that I was luck because if I was if I was outside there I would be arrested. I wouldn't run. Oh no. Because no. I know that what I'm doing is what is right. I have not offended anyone. I have not abused anyone. I have not stolen someone's property because I'm LGBT or no. I'm a gay man. No. Huh? I have not destroyed someone's car. This is my life. Yes. So I don't care what you do uh, about me because I'm gay. That's yeah. what I'm proud of and that is what I'm going to remain of. Yeah. Well, I'm going to finish by saying we will talk again and yes. we hope to help help you settle here in Melbourne. I'm really grateful for what you have shared with us. And Robert, you know, when we met you at the airport the other night, was the first time that I've seen you've got teeth. Teeth? Teeth. Okay, I don't laugh randomly because most of the times I'm so serious. Yes, yes. Uh, I always think about what is next. Yes. Yes. What is next? What is next? What is to be done? What is the solution? And I'm very happy to be here with you because you have been so supportive, not only to me, but to the rest of the people who are not only even in Kenya, but almost all the parts of uh, Africa. Uh, I want to promise to promise you, I need to promise you, I might not be perfect doing what you would expect, but what I can promise you, I will uh, add a brick, a little contribution that I can to serve, uh, to protect, to, to help uh, in my little capacity to help those LGBT people who are back home. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you very much, Robert. And we also want to thank David Landis Morse, who uh, manages the Sycamore Tree Cafe at the Uniting Church in Heidelberg. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful to meet Christian people yes. who care about not only the poor and the marginalised, but a welcoming of people of any difference. And to me, that is the heart and centre of the Christian gospel. Yes. So thank you very much. Thank Thanks, you. Robert. Thank you, David. Uh, Melbourne is handsome. <laughs> That's lovely. <laughs> okay, Melbourne is handsome. That's the answer. Yes. Thank you. That's wonderful. Wow. <sighs>